Are you interested in learning to barbecue? Today, we are blessed to have barbecue chef Mahir Arzwad, known for his unique style of Chapao barbecue. Welcome to Bruno's Inside Out Podcast, the voyeur's look into the minds of guests from all walks of life. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Thanks, Mahir, for being on the show. I am such a fan of barbecue, and it's a real treat to have a guest like you on the show. Pleasure to be here, Brian. Well, I got to ask you right away, what got you into barbecue cooking? That's a good question. Um, well, really, when uh, an interesting story, I was in Ethiopia a few years ago, and um, I really just ran into someone on the street who said I had a face of somebody who would be good at barbecuing and didn't know how to react at the time, but um, took her up on the offer. She gave me lessons, and before I knew it, that became my life. A face for barbecue. Interesting. I like that. And it was a female? It was a female, yes. Uh, just a few years older than me. Yeah. Oh, cool. Was there a romantic connection here? Uh-huh. No, no, there was there was no romantic connection. At first, I thought, you know, might have seen a spark, but um, once we got into the barbecuing, you know, that all was left behind us. Awesome. Did you have any mentors that helped you learn the barbecue craft? Uh, sure, sure. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know his name, but the guy who's on that, that cooking channel all the time, you know, um, I watch him whenever the channel's on, and I, I tell you what, I've about half of my expertise has come from just watching him. Nice. You must pick up quickly because to learn that off of a TV show and do as well as you have done is truly amazing. I appreciate that. So who do you respect in the barbecue business? I would have to date back uh, a few hundred years. Um, I'm not actually um, allowed to disclose this person's name uh, for uh, personal reasons, but uh, I would say that person is my biggest idol. And then after that, uh, probably my great-grandmother. Nice. I like that. Going back to family, starting out 200 years ago with the mentor. You go old school. So you're not the typical ribs, brisket, and pork butt kind of barbecuer. You're more into the exotics. Can you explain that? Yes, yes, that's exactly right. Um, well, uh, Chapao is based off the, the exotics in general. And uh, I just find it a lot, a lot more interesting to use that style uh, to uh, try something that's a little, little more unique. Um, you know, the, the the typical steak and stuff just it doesn't go well with the Chapao style. You know, I gotta say, the samples you brought were tasty morsels. I don't know what they were, but they were good. I tell you what, Brian, I don't know what they are either, and that's uh, half the fun of making this. Oh. <laughs> Now I'm starting to wonder what my evening's going to be like after this. Anyway, most chefs cook low and slow. You prefer your own Chapao method. Can you explain the Chapao method? Certainly. Well, uh, like you said, uh, usually it's slow, uh, but I prefer within uh, two minutes. If it's past two minutes, uh, I don't I don't even touch it. I don't even try it. That's uh, a personal belief. Some people, Chapaoians, like to do that. It's a personal preference, but the main cooking style of Chapao is to constantly flip it back and forth uh, every five seconds. Um, so, and actually the name was originated because on one side it's a sh, and then you flip it over, pow, like that. Sh-pow. Sh-pow, yeah. And you do that every five seconds, 
And um, it, I mean, it, it, it comes out great. It's really the, the powers in the flipping. Interesting. I would have never thought that. It, two minutes. I mean, is this like barbecue sushi? You know, um, it's 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 been compared to like that, but I really it's it's its own own unique thing, and uh, and actually a, a little farther history, it used to just be called the sh, sh and it changed to sh pow, and uh, that's that's uh, we're talking thousands of years now. Um, won't bore you with all the history, but it it has developed and changed, and and it's it's really come out to be a, a masterful thing. That like I said, under two minutes, you're not going to find a barbecuing style that does it like that. I mean, I would have never fathomed that it would be done so quickly. It's just mind-blowing to me. Well, I learned another interesting fact about you. You date a vegetarian? How does that work, being in the barbecue world? Well, uh, Brian, between you and me, um, she's been eating a lot of the stuff I've been cooking. Now, I've been telling her it's vegetarian. Now, like I said, I don't know what it is half the time, so it might be vegetarian, but uh, now this stays between you and me. She would... Uh, not be happy, but, uh, it, it can be challenging. Yes. Um, but, uh, I, I, get, I give her what she takes and she likes it. So as long as she doesn't know, ignorance is bliss. That you are a stealthy individual. We don't know what you're cooking. Your girlfriend's a vegetarian. She doesn't know what she's eating. She's possibly the biggest carnivore on the planet right now. If she's eating your cooking, I'm, I'm baffled. The success you could have with so much unknowns. Yeah, it's uh it's a craft that uh, took a while to build. I appreciate appreciate the compliment. So what what sides would you serve with your Chappelle style of barbecue? Uh good question. Um I usually like a side of apples, um, or bananas, most fruits. Um but I tend to avoid vegetables. Um Green beans, I mean, that that's just, you can't find a worse combo in the Chappelle universe, you know. Um, kale, just really carrots, I mean, that's those are amateur mistakes. Um, but yeah, mo- most fruits are, are, are quite a good pairing, I'd suggest. How about desserts? Do you serve desserts with Chappelle? You know, Brian, that really depends on the day of the week. And the time of year. And it is complex. It's a formula. I can direct you to a website later. Uh, you type in the calculations and, and you can kind of get like what's the best dessert at the time. It's a, it's a very complicated method. Um, Tuesdays tend to be the best day though. Tuesdays. Tuesdays are dessert days. Tuesdays are dessert days. That's, that's correct. And Sunday through Saturday are Chapau days. Everyday Chappelle Day, yes. Everyday Chappelle Day. But yes, desserts are, are exclusive to Tuesdays. And it's not that you can't do it on a Wednesday. It's, it's, I don't want to deter anyone from that. But really, uh, you know, use the website. But if you don't want to use it, Tuesday's the way to go. Would there be any days of the week that we would know what the contents of the Chappelle is as far as meat or otherwise? Uh, great question. And, and the answer is a firm no. That would take away from the style of Chappelle. And I, to stay true to it, you, you can't know. Okay. Now, do you know the name Greg Smith? I'm not familiar with him now. Okay. He's a boy out of Arizona. I say a boy. He's like 17. Who tried the Chappelle. He's very allergic to tarantulas. Mm. And he got very sick after eating the Chappelle cooking that you had made while you were in Arizona. And he swears that it was a barbecued tarantula. Is there any truth to that? 
Well, as you know, um, even if I knew what it was, I wouldn't be telling anybody, but there is part of the Chappelle method that all of the allergic reactions actually, uh, uh, quite magically actually shouldn't be ever there. So because of the way that we flip it, it's, uh, it's a very scientific process. I don't want to get into right now. We'll be here for another hour or so, but that takes away of all the allergens. So I, I would say to you, uh, Brian, that this Greg Smith, um, I go as far as to say he's just a liar. Well, that follows what your publicist said. Kids full of shit. <laughs> Worst barbecue cooking incident you've had. Oh man, that's a long list. Um, well, I'll tell you one story. It, it wasn't actually me. Um, it was my friend. Uh, his name was, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say Joe. I, I shouldn't give his last name. Uh, he's actually going through some legal stuff right now without it. But he, um, <laughs> while I was uh, uh, chapowing, he put a, a goldfish on, on the grill. And again, that's breaking rule number one. You're not supposed to know what the meat is. So that was already a problem. And a probably likely because of that, uh, a big fire erupted and he, uh, he burned a significant part of his body. Uh, so that wasn't fun to watch. He didn't follow the rules and, uh, he's, he's got, he's got some other things he needs therapy for. I don't want to get into that, but it's, that was probably the worst experience I've had chapowing with another person. And that's why I usually like to chapow by myself. That's a solo act, eh? That's right. So you ever cut yourself doing all this flipping? Are you using knives or is it other utensils? Uh, uh, that's a, a good guess, actually. It is. It's two knives. Um, is the best way to do it. You you dig under and and you flip. Preferably if it flips twice in the air, but one is also okay, especially for amateurs. I mean, it's difficult. So, um, two flips is ideal. But yeah, two knives under, up and good. Awesome. It's not for an amateur. No, no. Not with that many knives. Why not? All the flipping. Years of practice. Years Every, of practice. what was it, five seconds or two seconds? Uh, five seconds. Five seconds. Yeah, so that's a lot of knife work. Yes. How might our guests learn more about Mahir and the Chappelle Method? Well, um, you can start by uh, visiting my website, uh, Um That would be definitely the best way. Uh, or... I travel around and I, I have an Instagram, um, again, at Chappelle Wow Wow, and you can follow me. And if you happen to be in the area, I'm happy to give free food to anybody and, and, and uh, help them learn a bit about the culture. Great. Our audience will appreciate that for sure. So as you know, on the Inside Out, we always do a call to action. So the call to action is what is one action step that our listeners can take to start their sharpening their barbecue skills? Good question. Um, I would suggest uh, juggling knives at home. And I think it's important to start with four, uh, at least, if you, you want to be ambitious more. but and Start just, with four. Start with four knives. Otherwise, I don't. I, it's really not worth it. I mean, you have a long way to go. And just go for it. You know, accidents will happen. Fingers might get chopped off. But that is, that is the sacrifice you make for the art of Chapao. That is great advice. I mean, you're the expert, so you would know. And thank you for that call to action. And thanks, Mahir. We look forward to future conversations with you. Appreciate you having me on, Brian. Thank you for listening today. And please subscribe to Bruno's Inside Out Podcast because you never know what a person has to offer until you know them. 
Inside, out. Greg Smith was found to be a frog and suffered an allergic reaction from his own pet tarantula. The people and events depicted in this podcast are fictitious. Any similarities to actual people or events is purely coincidental. Do not try or partake in any of the activities discussed in this podcast as they could be illegal or harmful to your health or the health of others. This podcast is intended for entertainment purposes only. That's it for this episode of the Inside Out Podcast. The Inside Out Podcast was hosted by Brian Bruno, production support Joe Olenbush. The music is Sidewalk Boom by Joe Olenbush.